Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Through the Winters Ministry podcast. At Through the Winters Ministry, we believe that with the help of Jesus Christ, we can find purpose in our pain and healing from our past. If this is your first time checking us out, we want to say thank you. And if you enjoy this podcast, please hit subscribe and share this with a friend. Hey everyone, all of us here at Through the Winters are so proud of our son Joseph, who just came out with his first single, Realize. You can look him up on Amazon or on iTunes, look up Joseph Baez, Realize, and download his song. We know you'll enjoy it. Alright everyone, this is Sam here from Through the Winters Ministry and I have the honor and the privilege to introduce you guys to our son Joseph Baez who is the writer and singer of the song Realize and he's going to share with us today the inspiration behind the song but before we do that, I just want to let you guys know in 2001 we were blessed to have our son uh, Joseph born and, and he was became a part of our family and pretty much maybe within a week or two of him being born he was on the road with us. My wife and I weren't youth pastors at a church in the Bronx, but also we would travel from time to time to speak at different places or our ministry would go to different places to do drama and human video. And so Joey was always used to going on the road with us. And uh, even when my wife Marsha was pregnant with him, she would have the the on her belly, the headphones on her stomach and she would play a lot of songs, but mostly she would play that Tarzan animated feature from Disney, uh, the soundtrack. And he came out loving music. In our home, we always listen to things like Fred Hammond and all types of gospel music and um, Christian hip-hop, and, and music was always playing in our house, and Joseph always just loved, loved music, and from a young age, he played the drums. Uh, let's see, you may be about three years old when you played the drums? Yeah, three years old. Three years old, he started playing the drums, and listen, I know every parent says, oh my gosh, my kid can't do this. I know I know that happens. Listen, I, I, we've been in youth ministry, we've served in churches, but... This kid literally sat on musicians from the band's um, lap and, and he would play the drums. He couldn't reach the pedals yet, but the guy would press the pedals and Joey would just go at it at the drums and he'd be like, yo, he can keep a beat. And it was just from there we knew that music was definitely something that he was blessed with. And as he grew older, he had a passion for the drums. And when we moved here to Santa Riches, we have to thank Tony Favicchia that um, helped mentor him a little bit more on just crafting the skills in drums. And how, how was that for you? Like, what was that all about? Um, I think that drums has been like the foundation of all of my like progression in music. Um, just because I use just all the rhythm and rhythm um, and the beats the beats and like dancing and uh singing um and playing the piano um all of it has just been like really really impactful um i remember it, i think it taught me more about like discipline yeah um because i always wanted to do like take that extra step like go faster than i was supposed to yes um, because yeah. i already knew like a good chunk of stuff just because of like self-taught yeah um so taking all those steps back and learning the basics and going starting with the exercises that yeah. was um tough especially because i would be very hard on myself i'm like i know i can play um a 
lot of stuff and then I can't do like a basic like yeah. exercise. I remember those times we would take you to it was time to go to drum lessons and it wasn't that you didn't mind the instructor. You loved you loved the instructor. Um but the problem was I know how to play. I want I don't want but you had to now learn technique. You had to learn the foundations of it. Uh, even re- starting to read sheet music, right? A little bit. Yeah. We, you know. I learned like classical um, drums, and so I had to learn the sheet music. Um, I always would try to rush it, and, and Tony would be like, "No, slow it down." I'm like, "No." <laughs> so. so yeah, it was it was always good. And yeah, you're right. He, you were very um, self-taught. I remember even when I was younger, just hear a tune and play it on the piano we had at home, and then we didn't have a piano anymore. That was it for me. But you, you kind of inherited that from your mom and me, just uh, the passion and love for music, and you'd taken it to a whole nother level. Uh, you would hear a song, and you would pretty much get that rhythm going real fast, and that inspired you to later on say you want to write your own music, and you knew with the drums alone that wasn't going to happen, and so you want to learn a new instrument. Yeah, well, I like since I was little, I would sing in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> and every musician knows that the shower has the best, best acoustics. So, um, in the shower, I would make my own songs, um, come up with my own lyrics and everything. I'd be like five, like coming up with like random stuff. Um, and so, just learning, like that's kind of where I experimented with like learning what harmonies are and yeah, everything. Yeah. And so, like in my head, I knew what I wanted it to sound like. I just never knew how to play it. I didn't okay. know like. Um, any chords i didn't know any key structures nothing like that i just knew how to play the drums so um but i knew what i wanted it to sound like so by the time i did start playing the piano i had a bunch of melodies in my head that i sang to myself for years and so we had a couple of uh, musicians here in our youth group already here in in Santa Mariches and we had from Vin to Dan Eugene to Danny Oliver and Anton and all these guys that played instruments after youth group was over they would still kind of like hang and and play music after youth service and we were locking up and you would just want to hang with them a little bit longer and I think you got inspired by them probably you know Vin oh yeah Cameron Um, our pastor like Pastor Dominic especially when I started playing piano um the biggest thing that I did was like anyone that played piano I just sat and watched them okay um I just sat there saw how they played um the piano the different things that they did different techniques um just watched their fingers saw like um different ways that they played certain chords sometimes they inverted the chords sometimes they played um just like different stuff and I would just watch every different style that I could so you also looked up some stuff on YouTube right if I remember correctly I remember you doing that looked up on YouTube anytime I had a practice again I would like to rush ahead so (laughs) um I would get a do a lesson and then I'm like okay so with this lesson what can I add on to it so I would study 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 um on YouTube and then go back to my class and then I'll have to do what I learned from my teacher and then add on to it. Yeah. Um, but I took everything from different people who played in the church, from our pastor, like just trying. Yeah, Cameron also watch, played the yeah. piano. Vin also played a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, okay. So then enters Michelle McGovern. Um, and she, you want to take some now structured. And so the problem was you were ready flowing on the piano like you did mm-hmm. with the drums with Tony you're already flowing on the piano but now okay we gotta learn some basic stuff middle yeah, C I, I was know, playing chords thing. like just because I heard it in my head what the chords should sound like yeah you had, knew when you heard a song yeah okay that's this that's yeah, over here I had that's no idea there. what the chords were so yeah, like it was yeah. like 
she'd be like, okay, this is an A. I'm like, oh, I know this, yeah. Just because I play it, like, the in the song. Yeah. I know the sounds that I make, like, for different melodies I made on my own. Um, yeah. But, so, like, learning all of that. What actually was funny is that the uh, the key of C is where most students, like, learn, like, um, I teach yeah. uh, in the key of C's because it's all white keys. Yeah. I actually hated that because I knew all the other, just you, by... Yeah, you already knew where on the keyboard, which key would make what sound yeah but you, so i played yeah. in i would usually play in the key of a or key of e or <laughs> play in flats and like just from hearing it and so like when i had to play just c i hated it and so even now like i have to do worship and if it songs in the key of c i'm like oh let's change it because i want to make it a little more funky yeah, i want to get a little more <laughs> because like i just can't like even like those chords um like i can play it but it's just yeah. like <sighs> Now, you've always been into music, but then when you and I would talk sometimes, we also would talk about things when it came to evolution and it came to um, just the whole idea of faith versus uh, science or, or things like that. And so you've always been a student of, of those kind of things. And eventually your songs started to reflect into maybe some of your ideas when it came to um, uh, your music and, and the things that you wanted to do. Where did you see your faith when it came to your passion with music just in itself? Um, for me, every song that I write, it takes like, I like I've met a lot of people who are songwriters and they can write a song in like every day. Yeah. Um, me, whenever I write a song, it takes time. Like I like to tell a story. Um, everything I want my thoughts to be very clear. Um, in the song, and so when it came to my faith, I would take. Like, I would really have a topic, but then I'm like, what do I really think about that topic? Okay. Um, like, if I, the song was about faith, I'm like, what is faith to me? Okay. Like, what is really faith? And I'm like, because I never wanted to sing something and then have the message in the song and then me never really believe it. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to say, oh, God is everything. And then on the side, like, oh, yeah, no, God isn't everything. You didn't want to just make like a, a worship type song about everything in general. Yeah. If it was going to be something about you and God or you and your faith. It was going to be personal. Everything that I write is personal where it is something, a stage of life that I'm going through and a message that, uh, or a lesson that God is trying to teach me at the time. Um, And most of the time, the songs that I write are right before the lesson I need to learn. So if I have to write a song about faith, (laughs) I write the song about faith beforehand and then the test of faith comes right after it. And so like for me, I'm like, it's God's like... um, encouragement to me like all right here's my message that i gave you and so throughout that whole season of me struggling with my faith yeah. i'm singing in faith the song that i wrote yeah yeah no, um, that makes sense because i, I think anyone that's a, a pastor or, or or a teacher of the of faith of god is what that i think when like i know because I, I relate that too I, i'm learning something that maybe i'm going to preach or teach mm-hmm. and all of a sudden yeah i get tested in that same thing that i'm going to yeah. teach you know kind of thing so okay yeah i i, I understand that and um, with the discipline that you now had to get, because you knew everything you knew when it came to the keys, and you knew everything that it came to of how to play, uh, and now you know your teacher, Miss McGovern, she's she's saying, okay, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, I'm gonna try to hone in certain skills. Did that help you in your faith walk too? Like the discipline on the craft, did that help you in your in your faith walk? Um, Learning how to discipline that also. Well, the discipline definitely. Um like for like stopping yeah. and having the patience to um not always rush everything forward okay um definitely was a lesson i need to learn just like in life um because i'm 
like a lot of stuff where I wanted certain, I had certain goals, certain things that I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and then God's like, no, I want you to just put a hold on that. I have something else for you. Okay. Um, and if you didn't want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> or if there was like something I really want, I feel like I'm ready, but God's like, there's another lesson I need to teach you. Okay. So, um, especially like in certain stuff where I would think like a song is done or I think, oh, right, I can just like put this in here. And then my teacher's like, oh, that, that sounds awful. I'm like, but I love it. <laughs> she and literally then, said that sounds awful? She, no, it sounds off. Oh, like, off. Okay. Like, um, or lyrics that sound like cliche or she's like, I know you can put something else in there. So she challenged you to, to Yeah, and so um, just like like looking back at all of the stuff that I like would change like I record all of my um, takes and like yeah. um, making the song so it's funny like the first take I'll have of a song I'll record it and then by the end I'm like this is so different yeah um, the first one compared to say the 10th one or whatever yeah and so I think like I apply that a lot to who I am where I'll look back at a situation that I, God has got me through and I'm like wow I see like why I needed this lesson I see why I needed to wait yeah yeah um, one of the things that uh, your mom and I share to people and, and you know some of this because you come with us on some of our ministry events and things like that is that we challenge people that the gift or the craft that God has given them is they have that ability they have that skill they have that talent um, because God wants them to use it mm-hmm. um, what other than your parents being pastors and being in ministry, like what 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 made you finally start to say is like this is where I want to kind of like point my craft to. Um, this is this is the this is the message I want to bring with my skill or my talent. Um, it started like really in school. I would do uh, school presentations every year. Um, anytime I had the opportunity to sing a solo, do a like have any part in the presentation, I took advantage of it, okay. and I loved like like a lot of people have like the butterflies in the stomach like yeah. going on stage like for me I would do it and I would love it like I have the butterflies in the stomach but I'm like I can't wait to get on that stage because as soon as I get on the stage like that's my home like I'm so like that's where I feel like I belong that's probably our fault um, we had you there you saw you saw ministry in the yeah first hand. and yeah. so like even in like the moments where I felt <clears throat> afraid or I'm like I'm going to mess up I <laughs> loved being on the stage just because like I don't know it's just like I love the theater part of it you I felt loved. like that's where you belonged yeah mm-hmm. and so after a while it like people would compliment me and then it just like it got to my head but it, like to a point where I'm like this doesn't like do you love me only because of what I do right, right. or do you love me because of who I am yeah and so on stage I would put the like the good smile I would do like yeah. people would give the compliments I would do yeah. the smile like oh thank you you have that church smile <laughs> but then I would go home and I'm like but if I couldn't sing well if I couldn't play the piano well if I couldn't play the drums would well, I be recognized would I yeah would I just be someone they're like oh hi and we just walk by yeah um and so, so that's where the line started to be drawn for you yeah and especially with the song realize it was like it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter if I sing well, if I lost the ability to play the piano, if I lost the ability to sing or um, play the drums. God loved me before and after. Yeah. He will love me after. And so um, just knowing that there is a love that is unconditional and is not based on how much I sing or how well I play um, a song. It's So though, though it may not have been a long season, there was a season where it was like, 
wow, this is where I feel accepted and this is where people recognize me and they see me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then something started to hit with you even after, you know. Oh, yeah. Cause, and, and your mom and I would joke about it, but it was it was true because, like, all right, you just came back from doing a great performance at church or uh, a chores. play or whatever. Now come home, do your chores. You still got dishes tonight, yeah. you know, whatever. And so that kind of reality hit. I and think it was, like, something that a lot of people, like, asked me. I was like, oh, your parents must be so proud. Like, they, like do they ever say anything? And I'll do something, like, that I really love. Like, I'll sing a song and then I'll go home and my mom is the last person to say, oh, good job. And, like, that never got... And we were always proud of you. You know that. And that but... was the thing. Like, I never felt like I needed it. Like, it was never yeah. something I looked for from my mom to say, oh, good <clears throat> job. Because she would come up to me and says, I love you. I'm so proud of you. But not because of your singing. Not because of the talent. You got and it. she goes, I... And so that alone <clears throat> was, like, something where I could reflect that back onto God. Okay. Um, because it would have been easy if, like, you said, like, oh, I'm proud of you after every time I sang. Yeah. To then reflect that to God, like, God only loves me after I do something well for him. Okay. Um, and that's where it was, like, it was a lesson I needed to learn, but it was a lot easier for me to learn that God loves me despite my mistakes, despite yeah. all my um, imperfections. Um, my first song that I actually, like, fully wrote was called Come. Yeah. Um, and so in that song it was like God speaking to um, a person is like just come with all your imperfections come with all your yeah. all your fears um, run into my arms let me show you who you are yeah. and so like um, I always ask myself like who am I really am I, am I a pianist am I a singer or a singer um, am I a, a drummer yeah. um, and it like came down to the point where I was just like I'm just a child of God yeah. like um, I'm those things are like cool, but that's not who I am. Yeah. Um, who I am is these are the God's abilities child. that God's blessed me with. Yeah. All but of those things. Regardless of all away. those things, yeah. yeah. Regardless of all those things, this is who I am in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. And if He's blessed me with something, your response then eventually just came like, I'm going to use what He's given me mm-hmm. to go out there and honor Him and bless other people and make other people. You know, yeah. Hear and the gospel. So like just knowing that. Um, like even in like I'll do worship and if it's just a night where we sing a cappella, there's no instruments at all, yeah. and it's just our voices. I'm like that can be just as powerful sure. and as a, a opportunity for us to worship as a full band with yeah. all the clicks and all the loops and everything. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter about how big the performance is. It's about cool. how much um, just like your heart in that worship. So that was a very big part of it. Cool. Real quick before we go to break. Um, so then with all that, what would you say to someone who's listening that uh, is trying to find that attention or trying to find acceptance from people? And so maybe they feel like their gift or their talent is all that they have to be recognized. How would they use that? Because they may still be using it for God's glory, but they also like the pat on the backs. They like the mm-hmm. appreciations, the well, good, well done and good jobs. How would you, you know, briefly just like try to talk to that person, say, you know, about searching themselves and, you know, what would be your take on that? Let me think. <laughs> um, I would say there is a God that like created you, who knows every part of you, um, every thought that you have, he knew as he was creating you. Every um, thing that you're going to do that you have done is like in his knowledge like he knows every single part right um and there's a god that before you did anything um 
good, anything bad, there's a God that died on a cross for you. Yeah. Um, died for your sins. And I just always have the picture of like, like Jesus dying on the cross, but at the same time still thinking of me. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. um, and so like... That if you have to do it for anyone, he would still do it yeah, for you. Yeah. There's a love that goes so much deeper than anyone else could ever give. There's a, like, no compliment could ever compare. Um, there's no, nothing greater than the love of Jesus Christ because I didn't deserve it. And that's the whole thing that I, like, try to portray and realize. Yeah. Um, that I can mess up, I can do anything. Like, people are so quick. Um, if you mess up, they'll, they'll notice it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, my mom said that to me. Like, she said, um, she came up to me and she told me a story. She was like, a teacher would, uh... Uh, teaching class and she puts uh, one times nine equals nine and two times nine equals 23 three times nine (laughs) equals 27 and four times nine she goes on and so all her classmates start laughing at the teacher and so the teacher is like what and so the class says you put two times nine equals 23 and she says you see I got all these problems right but because I got one wrong that's all you saw and like for me I was like People, as well-intentioned as they can be, they will notice when I make the mistake. And that, like, a lot of people will remember that. And, like, and, from, and maybe even hold it against you yeah. or whatever. And yeah. if my um, identity and if all that I am and all my purpose is based on how people compliment me, um, other people's approval, when I don't get that, who am I? Yeah. And there's something that no one could ever take away. There's not something that... Um, despite my success or failures cannot ever um, fade, can never go away is that I'm a child of God. And so there's a God that loved me before I did anything. Um, So I think for that person that's just wondering like, how can I give this to God? Um, Just know that God gave all of who he was on the cross before you gave anything. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I think also that's what separates uh, an artist from uh, um, uh, a Christian artist or, or, or musician that's really doing it for the things of God, a worshiper, let's say, uh, because the artist will do what they do so then they can get more well-known so you can buy their albums, so you can go to their concerts, mm-hmm. do whatever and all that kind of stuff and, and things like that. Whereas, though there is those kind of things when it comes to the worshiper, the whole idea for true worship is despite all these things, it's not about what I can do, but what I do for God, and I do it for His glory to yeah. bring others in, uh, and and not to say that that probably those don't exist. There probably are those worship leaders or Christian artists that do like the publicity and do like the fame, and, and that's a natural response. You you like like you said, you like being on stage. It's it's where you feel you belong, uh, and you absorb that energy. You absorb that that whole thing. That's okay, as long as you recognize that that's not who you are, and probably yeah. from some secularists may see that that's all I'm going to be known for, and if I don't have that, then I have nothing. Whereas hopefully the believer, the worshiper, will say, even if I don't have this, I still know who I am in Christ. Right. And so yeah, so I like that. I like I, that. I think that's a great thing. That and despite then you have the other extreme where people are like, oh, like someone give them a compliment. They're like, oh, it's just all God. And oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, Accept the compliment. Accept the compliment. You know, I we, think we all, yeah. it's okay for you to accept a compliment. Yeah. Um, just make sure you can take critique as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I think that's very true. Like you have to be able to take the critiques too. Um, yeah. But I think also like. Um, again, when you start making it all about you, that's when you have to 
really think about it. Like I had to think about like if I made a mistake and then I couldn't continue the rest of the worship list because I made that one mistake. I'm like, who's it really about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've gotten to the point where I'll mess up on the piano. And, and we just have fun with it. We're like, all right, here we go. It's like live on Facebook. <laughs> and, like, and like people are hearing it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I messed up. But I keep going. Yeah. And I act, not that I act like it didn't happen because I'm like, I need to work on that. But I'm like, it's not about me. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. isn't about me. This is about Because the moment right now is leading yeah. people into worship. So yeah. let's, let's focus back on that. Yeah. And most of the time, most people don't even hear it. I hear it because I'm a musician. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm like, it's not about me. Musicians are always their worst critics. Absolutely. Uh, at, all, at all costs. I mean, I hear my song and I still hear every little thing that's wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. All right, folks, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a little bit. And Joey's going to talk to us about Realize specifically the song that uh, inspired um, him to just share what it was that God was doing in his life and where the inspiration for that song itself came. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. All right, everyone, we want to make sure that you know how to connect with us here at Through the Winters Ministry. And you can do that by going to throughthewinters.com. Again, throughthewinters.com. There, you'll be able to find out any information you want to know about Through the Winters Ministry. You can read our articles, both old and new. You even have an opportunity to sign up for our monthly newsletter. Guys, you can also find us on Facebook. Just type in Through the Winters Ministry on the search engine, and it'll take you right to our page. We hope you enjoy our ministry just as much as we enjoy serving you. God bless you all. All right, folks, we are back with Joseph Baez, the writer and the singer of the song Realize. And uh, he's going to explain to us a little bit more about what the song means to him and where the inspiration of the song came from. You can check out the song on YouTube, but of course, we would love for you guys to download the song on Spotify, iTunes, or Google and help support his ministry so he can keep on dishing out songs uh, that are just going to bless many, I'm sure. So, Joey, tell us a little bit about Realize. Where did the whole thing start? Where did the inspiration come from? Um, Realize, actually, um, I had the melody for a while. Um, it was one of those melodies that I had when I was little, um, like that I would sing in the shower. Yeah? Um, yeah, I had that song, just the melody, but I had no lyrics, like no lyrics at all. Um, and it was kind of frustrating. And so I went to summer camp. Well, first, I remember that. I remember you, we had a keyboard in the house, and I remember you just playing it, trying to figure out the words. And But you would just boom, 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 and you had the da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na, but, um, but you didn't, couldn't get the words right. If you tried the words in, that didn't feel right, right? Yeah, like it was nothing there. Okay. Um, and so I went to summer camp, um, and I met uh, a kid there. I've been going to the summer camp for a while. And so the kid came, and he was uh, new. And so it was like, oh, hi. And so he was, like, there. Like, he felt like, like, he looked like he didn't really want to be there. Um, His and parents so, forced him to go to camp. Yeah, <laughs> and he ended up being in my cabin. And so um, in my cabin, I had all my friends. And so he, like, everyone, we were like, oh, hey, come over and stuff. Like, he was pretty cool. But um, one night, um, we had a 
great message. Uh, the speaker just like really um, like hit a lot of people. And so that night I'm I'm asleep. It's like two o'clock in the morning, and I see um, I see that kid on his bunk, and he's just has a flashlight on his neck and he's just looking at the Bible and he's reading it and I need to watch him for a while and he's just reading the Bible as much as he can like just page after page anything and he specific or he's just going through it straight from the beginning Genesis oh really okay he's just reading all the way through and like sometimes he would skip and just go to different books and I'm just watching it and I just feel like God like you need to talk like God's telling me like you need to talk to him okay. I was like it's two, <laughs> two in the morning. And he's like, I don't care. And so I couldn't sleep. So I was like, fine. So I go up to his bunk. I don't say anything. I just climb up to his bunk and I sit there and he just looks at me for a while and then just keeps reading. And then um, I just sit there and then he says, how is this real? And I was like, what do you do mean? you know if he's about the same age as you, younger, older? Oh, uh, around the same age. Around the same age? Um. And he was like, he goes, how is this real? Like, how is it that um, you have a God that, like, after all that we did, like, we messed up and we, like, Adam and Eve disobeyed God. And he goes through and he's just saying all this stuff. He said, after all that man's done, like, we have a God that would purposely die on the cross. And I was like, and I just sat there and, like, just him saying that. I was like, wow. I was like, do I really think about that? Like, we did all of that and, like, Jesus died on the cross because of the sins I've done. He's like, I did all this stuff. And he said, I don't even know if there is a God. But he goes, it doesn't, like, if there is a God, like, how, why would he do that? Mm. And so, he's like, I study a bunch of different religions. He said, I studied um, religions, like, I studied Buddhism. I studied um, a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, and all of them are like, the rules are too crazy. Like, I can never reach, like, their goals that they want me to. And so I sat there, and he was like, uh, he's like, but this God, I don't need to do anything. Like, I just need to accept him and believe that he's God. Like, and then he, like, and then he forgives me. I was like, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> and so. <laughs> so I, was it, was it the salvation part that baffled him, or just the salvation, the, the reason, like, for him, he's like, it's too good to be true. Okay. And so. Because he admitted then that he had faults himself. Yeah. So he was more angry about. How can this be possible that this, with all our faults, so he mm-hmm. admitted he had faults, with all our faults that God would just take us just like that? Exactly. What's the catch? Yeah. What's the, okay. And so I just sat there and I was like, huh. Like, it, it like baffled me too, the more that he spoke about it. So I answered him the best way that I could. And um, we went to sleep. And the next morning was, we had a prayer walk. Um, and so that prayer walk, I was like, like usually the prayer walks are the time where people are crying, it's emotional, it's deep. And that prayer walk, it was just like, what is going on? Like, it was like, ugh. Didn't feel right? It didn't feel right. Um, like everyone's just like, okay, we usually do a prayer walk. So the beginning of the prayer walk, everyone's just like, all right, we know what to do. Cause a lot of them have been there year after year mm-hmm. and halfway through it, um, I see the kid and he walks to the side and he's talking with the leader and he just starts talking with the leader and I just see them like talk and um, the rest of the prayer walk was very like emotional afterwards. It was just like yeah. very intense. And then um, they have a time for we all are around this um, bonfire and the camp director gives everyone a chance just to speak and to um, say something that they felt that night.
mm-hmm. and I see the kid get up, and he was like, I've been here, I was kind of like forced to come, I didn't really want to come, and he's like, um, I've been questioning everything that you guys, you guys have been believing, and he's like, tonight, I just gave my heart to the Lord. Wow. And wow. that, and like, just like, I didn't look at him. I looked away and I'm just like, there's no way. Like, yeah. like. And you probably, I mean, every, everything played a piece. Even just you maybe talking to him, staying up at night, just talking exactly. to him. And he's probably putting it all together. But isn't that part of, that's part of the first verse of your song. Everything. The first, yeah, the first verse of your song is. he went to church when he yeah. was younger. Um, and he's like, none of, like, the Bible stuff wasn't new to him. But it was just like. He he just didn't like think it was real, mm-hmm. and so that that uh, week at camp he was just like, all right, I'm gonna question it, and like it just yeah. got to a part where he was fighting it, and like and he was smart, like really smart, yeah. and just to hear him say like I gave my heart to the Lord, and yeah. I was like, oh wow. So I went home, um, and I was like, I really need to understand like that inspired you now. Yeah. Now you were inspired. Because I've been in church all my life, like, yeah. and just like, do I really understand what I say I believe? Like, okay. do I really believe everything? And so, like, um, I went to the Bible. I started reading stuff that I've read thousands of times before, and like, really just applied to myself. And so, when realize came, like, do you really realize how much love God gives you every day? Yeah. And, like, if we really um, did realize that love, if we really um, owned it and applied it into our lives, how different would we be? Okay. Like, okay. what kind of freedom would we walk in yeah. knowing the real love that God gives us freely? Yeah. Um, and so, from there, the beginning is his story, but it is mine, too. Like, I've I've grown up, i heard all the testimonies, I've heard um, people talk about God's love. And I've said the amens, I've clapped, I've yeah, yeah. Um, done worship. Yeah. But You've done the routine. I've done the routine. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, in the end, do I really, really believe it? And if I do, what am I going to do with it? I think some of us, um, that uh, those that have been believers for a while, not purposely. It's nothing, it's nothing bad, nothing that we, we do you know, uh, with ill intent or anything like that. But we fall into the routine of this is what we do when, when the worship starts. This is mm-hmm. what we do. When the offering's being passed, this is uh, this is where we say amen, you know, mm-hmm. and just because we, it's it's become normal for us mm-hmm. that maybe sometimes we forget. Wait, let's put heart behind yes. this worship. Let's put heart behind us giving offering. Let's put heart behind us paying attention to the message and mm-hmm. see what God wants to tell me today, because um, we just go to church. Mm-hmm. We know it's the right thing to do, and we do it, and we tithe, and we maybe help as an usher, to the church leader, or whatever the case may be. But sometimes we forget the heart behind everything that we do. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be an usher today. I'm gonna bless someone. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I have a smile for those that that come into the doors, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, I'm gonna be a, a children's church worker today. Let me, let me make sure that I study the way I'm supposed to study and and make sure that I'm ready to bless these kids and let it be a blessing to me as well, you know. So sometimes we probably forget that. And even when we do the songs, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that first verse is you know I, I've heard all the stories and mm-hmm. the testimonies of how you came through. Um, but when I look at you, you know, I see myself and wonder how you love. And so it brings you back to like, let me remember why it is I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's an important piece. I, I like that. I like that a lot. So what now brings you to putting the words in order? You, you, you had that first verse, like you said, is his story a little bit with mm-hmm. yours on the questions. Um, 
the emphasis of the song. You hear the song, I don't know, 20, 30 times, the word realize. Um, so maybe yeah. someday I'll realize. Yeah. What is that? Um, so the whole song really started with the choruses. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get the verses till later. But every time I would sing the chorus, there was a different chorus. Like, okay. Like in my head. So that's why there's three different choruses yeah. in the song. Um, but not each one. One is like maybe from us to God. The other one is first, God asking when is the he? The first one is like, um, I know this is what I've heard. Yeah. Um, and like maybe there will be some time where I'll realize that. Um, the second one is like really, like for me, I'm very hard on myself. Yes, and like you are. that moment where I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, if you really knew who I was, like if, um, what if I give myself fully to you? I really believe all that you say, and then you finally see all that I am. You see the real me, and, and then you're like, I can't yeah. handle that. Yeah, yeah. Um, like what's what happens when, um, I you give realize that, that I really show you because like being a pastor's kid, like everyone sees you, but no one really sees you. Like everyone sees you on stage, but do they really see the struggles that you go through behind closed doors? Not not past the Sam's son, but did they see Joey? Yeah. So like, if I give you my heart, like if I really showed you everything about me and like, of course I know, you know, everything, but for me, it's like, it's like, it's not real until I like really say it's real. Sure. Sure. And so, um, if I were to really open up to you, would you really um, say that, like, okay, you love me? Or would it be, like, something like, I'm just too much? Mm. Or I'm too broken to ever step out of so, like, that? once once you see my ugliness, or once you see what really goes on in my head, and mm-hmm. or how I really feel in my heart, mm-hmm. will you still say you care about me? Yeah. Or do you just like the stage, Joey? Do you mm-hmm. just like the... Exactly. Yeah. And so it came... Um, that was, like, the second course. And that just came because I was just playing the song. And then... In like me just singing that first chorus over and over, and I said, "What? What if you realize?" And yeah. it, and then I create a whole chorus out of that. And, that, and then the three was the last chorus was like, maybe like t- like that one was all me. Like it was just like, and I like broke down that chorus. Like every time I'll sing that chorus, it's just done That's because emotional. it's like, um, maybe someday I'll realize that you like you really would do that for me like maybe today yeah. is the day where i'll really walk in that faith yeah. um walk in the understanding that no and matter for those what of us I who do. heard you play it live and do it live yeah i think the third chorus hits everybody oh, yeah. without without maybe hearing an intention mm-hmm. but that's when now it gets personal mm-hmm. it's like maybe i'll just realize that it doesn't matter to you god mm-hmm. you love me for all my ugliness and so the, mm-hmm. the first two kind of like set that up you know first my confusion then me for who I really am and all my my dirty laundry so to speak mm-hmm. and then the third one's like but God you don't care when am I gonna realize mm-hmm. that you don't care about that stuff you just want me to come to you yeah wow and so the whole like last score is, is that maybe someday I'll realize or maybe today I'll realize that your love is all I need maybe today I'll realize that you really love me for me and that every time I say that line it's just like because up. like I know like I God know, knows me like inside and out, yeah. but like I know me, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. like as much as I know me, like I know what I do, yeah. and it's like if you love does. me the way that I know me, That's and cool. you love me more. That's cool. And so like, um, if I give you my heart littered with scars, that you'd mm. see who I am and say I love who you are. Wow. Um. So like, that was just like, it was more of like that moment where I sat at that kid's bed. Yeah, and yeah. heard all that he was saying, That's what I was just thinking. and really thinking like, 
this is that last verse is how I was thinking. Okay. Like that that, that popped in my head just now as you were talking. I was like, so kind of like this is that kid coming to that revelation mm-hmm. to where he finally made that announcement. Yeah. Based on everything I've seen, I've realized now, mm-hmm. and I've asked the Lord into my heart into my yeah. life after that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, That's cool, man. It's so now you come to putting the words together. Um, the the bridge has I'll fall into you. Mm-hmm. Is that just you saying okay now I just give it up? I just honestly I had two bridges that I came up before that. Okay. Bridges that like cool lyrics and everything, and then I like just played it, and it was one time where I was playing the second time the second version of the bridge that I made. And I just stopped saying it, and I was, and like I just said, I would fall into you. Like that was just it. Like, so you were singing what you had originally yeah. wrote. It just didn't seem right. And then... It just seemed like, again, it was all words. Okay. Like it was like, tr- like for me too. Like making a song, like I wanted to sound good, but I'm like, is it just a play on words just to get like a certain way, just to create a, c- a certain feel in the song? And then like I'm playing it, and then. I just say I fall into you, and that's just really how it felt. Like, mm. I don't know if it's true. Like, even with me being in church all of my life, I'm like, it's still such a risk. Like, so, what does every... fall into you mean for you? What does that mean? Um, Is that fall into you? What does that mean to you? Like, there's still a chance that the second verse could happen, the second chorus could happen, where if I realize that your love is all I need, and then you turn away from me. Mm-hmm. Like, that is still a possibility. Mm-hmm. But it's also the possibility of this, the last chorus where that you'll see who I am. Yeah. And it's like, either one could happen, but I'm at a spot where I just need to fall into you. Yeah. And like, I just got to trust. I just, I just got to stop trying to do it in my, my understanding. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen who I am without fully accepting it. Like, I've gone to church, I've done all of that, but I've never really accepted it for me. Sure. Like, we say, like, um, God... God loved the world, but does, yeah. but we don't believe that God loves us personally. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Um, if we did, like, what kind of freedom would we walk in? Yeah. Um, That's something we've spoken about, your mom, in 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 some of the articles and even on the podcasts. We've we've discussed that too about that you can have people in church for twenty fifty years, you know, mm-hmm. that again are, are great people, are involved in ministry, are doing certain things, but never have taken that one final step to mm-hmm. to say I'm. God, I'm yours. Um, yeah. I, everything I am, everything I do is for you, your glory. I, God, I'm going to trust you with my finances. I'm going to trust you with my career. I'm gonna, and really, not just say it in words, but really do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and people can be in ministry. And again, it doesn't mean that they're not saved. It doesn't mean, but just to finally find that freedom inside is yeah. like, let me just fall into him and just, just let it be. Let, let's mm-hmm. just let it be and, and trust that he's going to take care of it. Yeah. You know? One um, line in the song that. that I have is one line in every chorus is that your love is all I need. And that's something I kept in every chorus. Okay. Because for me, like growing up as the son of a youth pastor, yeah. like, I've seen so many youth come and they will be on the worship team. They'll be on, on the dance team, flax team. They'll do a bunch of stuff. But when someone offers them a love, like when the world offers them love and they don't feel loved, yeah, yeah. they'll always turn to it. Like yeah. you'll have... Um, youth who have been in church all of their life and they'll have that one relationship that's like yeah. like they know it's bad for them but they feel loved yeah and like for and so me, that means that's something they never gave to God yeah but yeah. it's a love that um, and like if you understood like the depth of God's love you wouldn't trade God's love for a fake art um, like 
superficial. So something artificial or superficial, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Something that's temporary and it's conditional. Yeah. And if you really understood the depth of God's love, um, you wouldn't feel like you need to make certain decisions that's or awesome. turn to other people. Yeah. And so, like, that one line, like, your love is all I need, um, like, it's really like, I don't need to turn to other things. I don't need to accept other the lies that I've told myself yeah, I don't need yeah, to accept yeah, other yeah. things like I can mess up yeah but if I understand that your love is unchanging unwavering then I can always get through it and always turn to you that's awesome um, yeah. all right so uh, without telling us too much because we, we want, I want to leave everybody in suspense uh, what are some of the things that your other songs that you're working on or you actually have about five or six that are actually ready to go yeah um, but uh what what kind of things would they hit on then? If realize is one where it talks about trying to figure out uh, who this God is in, in in my life and and um, how can He care about me? What 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 are the things that the other songs? Most talk of the about? songs have the same, in some way, the same theme. Like they connect. Um, so yeah. this one is realize, mm-hmm. um, and then I have another song called in faith. In faith, yeah. And in faith that one is makes basically cry every that time. one where it's kind of goes with this where it's like I'll fall into you, but. I, there's either way like there's a possibility they can still like drop me there's a possibility they can leave sure. me like everyone else has left me yeah or there's a possibility that you could be like god and really love me yeah. and so in faith is like in faith um i don't know what's going to happen in the future i don't know where the destination is but i will move forward in i faith. move forward yeah that's and the cool so line. it's kind of like the next step from this where i know that you love me i know that you have the best plans for me so you're calling me out to do certain things I don't know where you're taking me. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna move forward. In Will that in faith be your next one you record? In faith is going to be the next single, okay. and then I'm planning to do an EP called "Through It All." Through it all. And "Through It All" is like that song is my, like your anthem. My song. Yeah, yeah, it's your that's, anthem. That's my song. Yeah. Um, I I love a lot of other songs, but in uh through it all. Yeah. That one is because, um, that one's like. If everything were to fall, like if everything yeah. like that I've prayed for that you've given me were to go away, like that, can I still yeah. hold on? Yeah. yeah, like yeah, and like, um, like it makes like that one was inspired by Job, like, yeah, the story of Job where like it's called like through it all you've never failed through it all your love prevails like yeah, and despite everything that like is swept away everything that falls like. You have never changed. Right. And so, um, that one, like, I was thinking about calling it, like, because there's a line that says, purpose in the pain. Yeah. And it's like, um, I hear the verses that, like, say, like, God turn, uh, will change things. Yeah. Or turn whatever the enemy meant for evil and turn it to good or whatever. Um, and it's like, in that moment, you're like you're going through something really hard, and you're like, I really hope you can turn this into something that's good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know like, how. Like, all right, God, I don't, I don't know what no this idea. is. I've been there. Yep. Yeah, I have you no know, idea you know how you're going to turn this yeah. to good. But like yeah. that, and again, that goes back to in faith. So like, all yeah. of them are like, kind of like um, one. Like, if you were to write a book, that is just like this, yeah. th- like different chapters. But um, yeah, yeah. So I hope you guys are excited because. Realizes is just the first step of something that is on Joey's heart to tell a whole story. And so we got In Faith and Through It All. And then there's other songs that, you know, we're blessed on our end because we get to hear them. He plays them and his mom 
is so excited. She goes, play this one for me. And he goes and he plays it on the keyboard. But we want to get these songs out to you guys as well. So uh, just continue to support him. Again, check him out on Spotify, iTunes, and Google. Uh, purchase the song, help support the ministry. We want to raise the money up, and we will go right back into the studio and record these other songs for you guys. Guys, thank you so much. Joey, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Um, thank thanks you. for listening. And would you mind closing us in prayer? Sure. Well, I won't mind. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we come before you and we thank you so much for all that you've done, Lord God. Lord, I pray that we all would realize the deep love that you have for all of us. Wherever we are, wherever um, we may be in our walk in life, um, in our faith, Lord Jesus, I pray that you would touch us, that you would speak to us. Um, whatever situations we are coming to you with, Lord, I pray that you would be able to step in it and that you would be able to speak to us and give us strength um, in the hardships, Lord God. I pray that you would be with every person that is hearing this, that you would um, touch the lives of every person um, who's going through, who's um, in a time of victory or in a time of uh, hardship, that you would be able to touch them. Um, in your name I pray, amen. Amen. God bless you guys. God bless you, friends. On behalf of all of us here at Through the Winters Ministry, I want to say thank you for all the love and for all the support. Through the Winters is here because we want to help people find purpose in their pain, help them find healing from their past, and, and give them a drive to keep on pursuing God in all things. If you'd like to help support us, there's two ways you can go about that. The first is through these podcasts. If you listen to us through Google or Spotify or iTunes, on our page in the About section on the last sentence, You'll find a link that will send you to a website where you can sponsor us for either $1, $5, or $10 a month. If you listen to us through a podcast app, there should be a little icon that says support or sponsor. Click on that, and again, it will take you to a spot where you can support us for either $1, $5, or $10 a month. The second way that you guys can support us is by inviting us to your church. We here at Through the Winters have had experience speaking to men's groups, women's groups, youth groups. We've done Sunday morning services. We've helped out in workshops and conferences. Any way that we can help your church, we want to be there. Just give us a call at 718-679-5356. That number again is 718-679-5356. Guys, once again, thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. Any way that we can help you, just give us a call. God bless.